Welcome to the Jay Daniels Coaching Podcast. I'm here to help people like you transform their body image, their fitness and their confidence through exercise, nutrition and mindset training. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Jay Daniels Coaching Podcast. Today I'm coming from the car. Uh, so a slight kind of an issue where I was supposed to be sat down to my podcast and I got removed from where I was sat. I think I was there too long and I broke some sort of a COVID guideline. Um, so I'm just going to grin and bear that but I'm not going to let it interrupt my trade of thought and what I wanted to get done and say to you guys today. So what we're going to talk about is the psychological side of body transformation but more deeply about your habits Um, and the reason we're going to talk about habits is because your habits when carried out over a significant period of time will become your personality and your personality becomes your reality so stay with me here for a second i'm going to back trail and just give you a bit of context as to why we're doing this podcast in the first place where i've picked up my information and continue on a little bit further for my earlier podcasts in talking about a doctor named joe dispenza you may or may not heard of him i'm finding him phenomenal in terms of mental rewiring reprogramming now i'm doing it for my own personal reasons you might uh, have a look in it for whatever reason you find benefit but if you're someone who kind of knows that you succumb to your own negative thoughts and emotions while well, you owe it to yourself to check this guy out. But more importantly, and as with any learning in life, absolutely useless unless you're willing to take the learning and then start applying what you've learned in order to benefit your life in some way, shape or form. So let me start from the ground up and please keep in mind that this guy will rattle what I'm about to say off in about three minutes. It's going to take me an awful lot longer to try and give you some indication of what I've learned from him and what I'm hoping you might learn from me and then hopefully go and do your own research and start applying the learning. So first things first, when it comes to you having your current personality, that personality is derived from your daily actions, your daily environment, your identity, many things you hold subconsciously that you may not even be sure on or you may even not know that you you currently do certain things on a day-to-day basis that may be negatively affecting what your personality has turned out to be. So in terms of body transformation then, we've got to understand that if we want to truly transform our body, well it has to start upstairs. Now in the V3 program we speak about things like achievement, then we move on to things like identity, and we give it a very general guideline in terms of um, going about transformation from a mental point of view instead of just going all diet and exercise, which everybody does, and in the long term fail because they haven't done the mental work. And I'm hoping I can help you avoid that pitfall by just applying some of the things we're about to talk about. So, let's get back to the start. Imagine for a second that you wake up on a given day. There's a good chance, and I might bet, that you get out of the same side of your bed each day. Then I'm going to suggest and bet that you do the similar, very similar things in sequential order each day. So for example, you get out of your bed, you might put your clothes on, you might go for a shower, you might then have a cup of coffee, you might then wait for an hour before you have breakfast, etc, etc. So that's the morning routine, nailed and sealed. Now within that morning routine, you're already going to start having certain emotional triggers and cue habits. So when you wake up, you probably think a very similar thought, and then as soon as that thought is combined with an action, for example, you're thinking about going into work as you're putting on your trousers, well that's going to create a little emotional fire inside and then you repeat that 
day by day, week by week, month by month, and that becomes a very strong emotional link, and that emotional link will lead to certain behaviours, then behaviours will lead to habits, then habits will lead to an even stronger sense of that being your identity. And at any stage, we can put a little stop guard in there to make you reconsider that behavior or reconsider that habit or reconsider as many things as you want to reconsider in order to start changing in the direction that you want to change. Now, let's take it a step further and imagine that after you get your breakfast, now you're on the way to work. And let's assume for a moment that there's some individual in work who absolutely does your nut. The minute they come around you, your heart starts to lift, you start to become a little bit anxious in yourself you start to become a little bit oh what can I say just to dig at them or what can I do to avoid them or what can I do to let them know in some way or indirect way of knowing how I feel towards them imagine the emotional context involved in that thought process and imagine how it's affecting not the person you're likely trying to affect but how it's affecting you and now I'm going to go a little bit deeper into the heart and brain coherence more that Joe would talk about and basically he goes on to say that whatever you are feeling inside well like it or lump it you are radiating that outside so if you don't want to be seen as an arsehole who tries to avoid people or you don't want to be seen as someone who you know who's always anxious well you need you owe to yourself to start adapting your behavior adapting your emotional content so that you're perceived as someone who's positive, happy, joyful, energetic, etc, etc. You're radiating whatever the hell you're feeling, so surely you owe it to yourself to feel an awful lot better. Especially, and he goes on to talk about this a lot, if you're someone who's looking for a better relationship, if you're someone who's looking for a new relationship, you're not going to find the person you're looking to find if all that comes off your energy is anxious, hate, dislike, overzealous etc etc whatever is in you is coming out of you again you may or may not know about it but it is and people can pick up on it therefore the person that you're trying to attract if you're looking for someone who feels happy all the time and who's outgoing and optimistic and then you're putting off this energy that's the opposite of everything that wants well you're going to repel that person you're going to get involved with more people who feel like you feel that law of attraction thing starts to come into play on that level so please become so acutely aware of what you're radiating on the daily now the next part and hopefully i'm going to be able to link this right the way back to your body transformation your body confidence and your mindfulness let's go a step further and talk about the fact that when you go about rewiring your brain you're going to have to accept that it's so incredibly difficult to begin with because you've got to start telling your brain to change habits that could be built for up over 20 years 15 years 10 years whatever the case is those habits are so finely tuned and they're so automatic your body and your brain will go back to them each day without even having to think about going back to them so what i'm saying is you could be stuck in traffic and then if you break that cycle and you decide you know what i'm actually going to go to the gym on that day i'm going to meditate on that day at that time for the first while your body's actually going to go, hold the hell on, what, what's up with this guy? We're supposed to be stressed out in traffic at the moment and he's just trying to meditate or he's gone for a workout and you're going to feel so out of sync, not just for that period but probably for some of the day because of that programming your body has gone through and your brain has gone through. So my point again is you owe it to yourself to start breaking the chains but also accept that you're going to be somewhat uncomfortable at the start. Then, the beauty part, 
the rewiring starts. Most people involved in any kind of spirituality or meditation practice will tell you that there's one key ingredient to a successful meditation and a successful rewiring program. And that ingredient is the word gratitude. It's been said to me that gratitude is the same as putting out a reception, like an antenna that receives a signal. So when you're grateful for the smallest things, you tend to get back an awful lot more appreciation. I'm going to say that again. When you put out gratitude to the world, grateful for the small things, you tend to get back appreciation. You'll find that people look at you in a more appreciative way. You'll find your boss might even respond to you in a more appreciative way. Your family will appreciate more of what you do, etc., etc. Because you're putting out that feeling of thanks and gratitude. And let's be honest, if I was to give you a gift at the moment, give it to your hand, the first thing you will do when I offer you something, you know, God, this guy has gone and bought me a gift. You will smile ear to ear. You're not going to receive a gift with a frown on your face. You're not going to go, oh, thanks, with a frown on your face. You're naturally going to smile. And if you're someone who kind of finds a compliment hard to accept or finds a gift hard to accept, you're going to probably, go, oh, you shouldn't have. And, oh, thanks so much. And you didn't need to. And you'll talk gibberish to kind of cover that little moment of gratitude. And my point is, is actually look someone in the eye and go, you know what? I'm incredibly grateful you spent the time, spent the money, and you spent more time coming to me today to give me this gift and really go back on a higher level of gratitude because they will again appreciate how grateful you are for something. So gratitude. Now when you focus on this is when you go into that meditation. This is what I have been practicing for a number of months now and I do find that when you start focusing on the small things, well all the other things become massive bonuses on top of basic gratitude. And we've all a shitload to be grateful for. Let's really consider the small things. Your family, not a small thing, but they become a small thing because you become so used to just having them there. You don't actually stop for a second and look at them and go, you know what? You guys actually mean the world to me. And from there then, it can be simple things. Your car, your home, the roof over your head, the job you have, the people you see, the fact that you're able to get up and take part in an exercise program, the fact that you can go and walk. I hope I'm talking to you. I hope you are able-bodied. And if you're not able-bodied, you know what? You're probably someone who can appreciate so many other things about your life that other people might take for granted. My point is this. When you're doing that meditation, ensure you take at least a couple of minutes gap to acknowledge and be grateful and thankful for the small things that you do have. Now, if you're someone who's not meditated, let me just give you a small breakdown because I think this gets quite taken out of context. When someone thinks about meditation, I feel that they tend to meditate on their thoughts, they meditate on their work life, they meditate on their family and the things they'd have to, uh, they'd like to achieve, maybe their ambitions, the holidays they'd like to go on. That's not meditation in my opinion, that's visualisation. That can be a part of the meditation, but realistically the meditative process is about becoming thoughtless, where you are just taking the form of pure consciousness you're not actually trying to sort out things in your mind because that's just jumble and let's be honest somewhat irrelevant you can take that to pen and paper later on in the day but when you meditate your job is to train your body and your conscious about who's boss so when you say to your body you might want to go for a coffee now you might want to get up and start cleaning something you might want to go for a drive because you're bored you're going to sit down you're going to shut up and you're going to just be 
sat still for in around 10 minutes. And during those 10 minutes, all we're going to do is acknowledge the fact that we're sitting still, we're breathing deep, and we're just enjoying a moment to be in our own company, or my own company. You'll find often that people who have personal dilemmas, personal issues, identity struggles, um, physical struggles, substance abuse uh, struggle, you'll find that they find, you'll find that they struggle to remain in their own company for very long. And it's why meditation becomes a huge part of a rehab program in order to really start identifying about, identifying the things that you struggle with, yes, but also how to overcome that struggle by simply becoming aware of yourself and your thoughts. Now, often for me, I find that, yeah, let's face it, the wrong thoughts creep in, or you get distracted, or you hear something, etc., etc. You just take another deep breath, you reset the button, and you get back into it. And you just enjoy being present for that moment in time. Now, you'll start to find that things start to come, come around in a very strange way. You'll start to feel and see things, especially when you start engaging that gratitude, uh, engaging that gratitude part. You'll start to feel that little bit more overwhelmed you find your head will naturally lift you might start to see a very strange color pattern depending on how long you go in now i'm talking on a very layman's terms but i am going to finish off uh, this podcast by saying that meditation has become a crucial part of my day to day and i can already see astounding results based on the practice and the effort that i've been giving it so my advice of course for you is to start looking in that direction especially if you're trying to overcome any sort of an issue now the issue i would naturally be accustomed to dealing with is someone who's dealing with motivation someone who's dealing with self-image someone who's dealing with confidence issues someone who has whatever struggles mental health struggles i've gone through all of these over my my, my time as an online coach and as a face-to-face coach before that but you definitely owe it to yourself to go and have a look into uh, joe dispenza i'll make a link in the show notes Hopefully, if if I can't, I can't, but I'm very sure I can add a link in the show notes. I hope you take the time to even go on YouTube, have a little search. And with the algorithm in YouTube, you'll find you get more and more of his stuff. But start a little adventure with Joe, because mine has been um, a very random kind of an idea to start off with. But now something literally I can't do without on a day today, and something I'm very glad and grateful that it has kind of come onto my path. So with all that said, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. More importantly, I really hope you go and apply some of what I've been talking about. And as always, if you have any questions, if you'd like to share some thoughts on this with me, if you've seen something that perhaps I've not seen yet, send it my way. I'd love to hear about it. From Jay Daniels, over and out. I'll catch up with you guys on the next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about my V3 transformation experience, please reach out to me on any of my social media channels. But for now, stay on, stay strong, and I'll see you in the next episode.